Good morning and welcome back to another episode of Crunch Time Coffee Talk with your host, the one and only Elizabeth Luna. All right, you know what time it is. We're back. Go stop by Starbucks, get your coffee, get your milk, get your tea, get your breakfast, get whatever the hell you about to drink today, sister, because we're getting started. And here's a message from our broadcasters. Ever wondered how to make a podcast? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I downloaded Anchor. It's free for everybody. Um, They have creation tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds amazing. Um, They'll even help you spread your podcast throughout the platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. um, And you'll easily make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. So put the coffee down. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, back to the show. Hello, you beautiful people, and welcome to episode two, season two. Um, all right, so we are back on the topic of pregnancy journey. I'm kind of um, recording my pregnancy journey as we go with baby number two. Um, As you guys may know, I have one daughter. Um, She is six years old and I am expecting another baby girl. Um, So let's go ahead and get started. Um, So I know that I said I was going to kind of like um, upload a podcast every week, um, but I was thinking that I would do every two weeks, kind of let the pregnancy weeks kind of go by um, because once you turn a week, you don't know what happens to like the next day and then things change. So the last time I recorded, I was 16 weeks Um, and I think like four days, I want to say 16 weeks and some change. Um, so this time, um, for this week, as of January 29th, I am, um, officially 18 weeks and I'll be 19 weeks this coming Friday. Um, so for the last, uh, for the last two weeks, um, I would have to say that, um, not being nauseous, I'm fine. I don't have any nausea. Um, I have been craving coffee, um, but not like warm coffee just yet. I've had warm coffee, um, but it's not as good as it used to be pre-pregnancy. You know, when I started this podcast, I was all about coffee. Still kind of am, but not hot coffee. Um, And so what I really crave is... um, Starbucks coffee, of course, Um, but I crave the Frappuccinos, and I know it's controversial. Some people may say, well, that's not real coffee, but I'm pregnant, decaf. I have to drink decaf, so it's like, it doesn't matter anyways. Um, I know it is sugar, but it kind of helps me subside the coffee craving. Um, I do want to try the other coffees that I get. Um, I've tried, what did I try? Um, I used to get the the cloud macchiato, which was so delicious, but I was kind of worried to get it decaf because it was strong and it does have espresso. Um, so I know that I've read that Starbucks has a lot of coffee in it, even being decaf, and that's kind of something you need to stay 
not stay away from typically, but kind of like limit yourself because it's not good. In your early pregnancy, coffee could um, cause miscarriages, you know, birth problems, things like that. I mean, as it could cause you, um, you know, health problems prior to pregnancy. So um, my way of life is my baby's healthy. She's been good the past 18 weeks. I have it once in a while. I don't have it every day like I used to um, pre-pregnancy. And so, yeah, so I figured um, it lets me have a little treat for myself. I only get it kind of when I go grocery shopping. So like every two weeks, um, sometimes I'll get it in between if I'm really like craving it. Um, But other than that, I kind of just stay back from it, kind of like a treat, like a cheat meal, in other words. Um, Okay, so for my first pregnancy, um, I gained a total of 60 pounds. So pre-pregnancy, I had no kids for my first one. This is, we're talking about my first one. Um, So for my first pregnancy, I had no kids prior. I was about 140 pounds. I was about 18, 19 years old. Um, And so, um, yeah, so I was thin beautiful, luxurious, all the works, right? (laughs) Aren't we all when we're younger? Um, So I was 140 and then my daughter or me, or I should say me, I craved a lot of junk food my first pregnancy, like a lot of junk food. And when I mean a lot, like I would eat regular dinner and I would be like, okay, I'm hungry still. And then I could go for like a burger and eat a burger or McDonald's. I really craved a lot of McDonald's. Um, Panda was so-so because I was like, I would get really nauseous, um, So as you would imagine, eating junk food um, very often for the last nine months, you would expect me to gain a lot of weight, which I did. Excuse me. So I went from 140 and I jumped up all the way to 200 pounds when I had my daughter. Um, So I gained about 60 pounds. The allotted normal healthy weight that they tell you to gain during pregnancy is 30 pounds. So I was 30 pounds over what I should have been. Um, And it was bad because I felt it. I was so swollen all the time. I like craved salt for some reason with her pregnancy. Um, And so I was just not the typical, you know, um, pregnant lady. I was in so much pain half the time. Um, My sciatic nerve acted up because as she grew, she kind of sat on one of my nerves. Um, And so I was just miserable. And also during that time, it was kind of hard for me to adjust because you know, as in season one, I mentioned that over my years, um, I've I've struggled with a lot of my my weight gain as far as like how I look, my appearance. Um, not so much that I think I'm ugly, but more of like I'm too fat, I'm not skinny enough, sort of thing. Um, and so when I got pregnant with my daughter, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gaining so much weight. I don't fit in anything, and you know, and I really was not active because all I did um, probably in the first trimester was just sleep. I would sleep, I would get up, I would eat like two huge bowls of cereal, like mixing bowls of cereal. Um, and I would go through like a full gallon of milk in like a day. Then I would go back to sleep and then I would sleep most of the day. And it wasn't because I was lazy or anything like that. It was just because my 
um, hormones and I was nauseous and I was so tired. I was so extremely exhausted with her. If anybody has ever been pregnant with girls, um, I don't know about boys cause I've never, you know, been pregnant with a boy, but with girls, they literally suck the energy out of you. Um, and it's not saying in a mean way, it's just, they just take it all from you. I had acne with her. Um, I had my forehead acne. I had my chest acne. Um, I don't think I had back knee, um, but I did have the chest and the face and it was bad. My hair was so dry. It was just, I was just miserable. I was the worst pregnant lady that you could ask for advice from because I was just miserable. Like I was just, I could not. So, um, I had my daughter, I had to, um, I had to have her a C-section because I went into labor. She broke my water um, with her dragon toes. She scratched it for somehow when she was kicking and, you know, kind of tore it a little. Um, I went in. I wasn't so much in labor, but they tried to put me into labor. Um, I labored for about a full day, I think, or 12 hours or whatever. Um, Yeah, I think I labored for a full day because by the time... They told me that I needed to have a C-section because my cervix was, um, you know, swelling. It was like closing instead of opening as it should when you want to have her naturally. Um, And so they told me, you know, I could wait another five hours to see if I progress or she needs to come out now. So I opted to have her come out through C-section. And again, I know that's controversial um, because some women say C-section is not giving real birth. Um, Some women say it is. I am on the spectrum of, I don't care, get this baby out if she's, if she, if there is something wrong and by me waiting an extra five hours could put her um, life in jeopardy or any of that, I am not for it. I am for having a healthy baby girl however mean, whatever, vaginal, you know, um, C-section, whatever it may be. So um, we opted for the C-section, and um, so I got sick and all that good stuff, um, which is not good, but I wasn't able to breastfeed, and you know, like a lot of things were a lot different for my first pregnancy as it is for my second one. Um, So for this one, um, so I know I'm all over the place, but I'm just thinking from my head. Um, So from this one, um, so far... Um, like I mentioned, I had nausea, really bad nausea for the first, um, actually when I found out I was pregnant, I think I found out I was pregnant, um, like I confirmed it at seven weeks, but I think I took a pregnancy test like when I was like four weeks, I want to say, but I was okay. I was okay. Um, up until I want to say like six, seven weeks. So seven weeks, um, when we did confirm it, if I drove in the car, I had to drive because I would get car sick. Oh, and then we were traveling, um, before I took a test, before I found out I was like really pregnant, we would travel in the car and I felt like I was going to throw up. So I had a lot of nausea and it, it got super bad my 10th week. Um, that 10th week, the whole week, I was so sick. I, was, I wasn't throwing up. Thank God, because I hate throwing up. Um, but I wasn't the, the pregnant women that throw up, but I, I just feel like I was always just really car sick. Um, I couldn't eat anything. And if I took too long to eat something, then I would get even more nauseous. And then, um, you know, then the whole uh, being 10 times hungrier than what I normally am, um, kicked in as well with that. So I was just miserable. Um, junk food did not sound good to me. 
when I ate it, I just felt so nauseous, like I was going to throw up. Um, and then after the 10th week passed and 11th week hit, I was good. I was like good. Um, as far as nausea, nausea, I was cool. Like, you know, like cool, stay away. I don't need you. And it only came about when I was hungry, um, which I was cool. Cause as long as I stuffed my face, I was fine. So I was cool with that. I can deal with that. Um, so as the weeks go on, that kind of dispersed. Um, and now as I'm getting in my later weeks, I am cool as far as nausea, but it's just exhaustion um, is what kicked in after the nausea left. And I think, I mean, I would rather take being tired than being sick all the time. Um, but it's really, it's honestly really hard to do anything when you're so exhausted. And when I mean exhausted, I mean like you just ran 10 miles and then you still have to go through your day at work and then you get home and then you still have to be a wife kind of thing and you're just like just drained, the most tired you've ever been. I have experienced that the last couple of weeks. So since my 11th week, um, till probably I would say till about now, um, and I'm 18 weeks, about to be 19 weeks, um, I've been really exhausted. Um, and it is so hard to get things in my house done. Um, as you guys could tell in my prior season, um, excuse me, that I um, try to stay very active. Um, I try to keep myself busy because if not, then, you know, my anxiety um, does happen to rear its ugly head and then I start overthinking. Um, but honestly, my anxiety, my anxiety kind of dispersed when I got pregnant. I wasn't really anxious as much anymore. Um, but because I'm so preoccupied with when I'm not you know, when I'm not being active, I am tired. Um, so I think that's the reason why I haven't really focused on being anxious too much. Um, at first, when everything was happening and I had to leave my house, you know, half dirty or um, kind of tackle things one at a time, um, day by day, um, I kind of felt like lazy. I felt really lazy and I felt like I was just a couch potato um, because I was just chilling on the couch, trying not to fall asleep, watching YouTube videos, watching Netflix. Um, and my husband's like, it's fine. You're not being lazy for just because you want to. And he was like, you're being lazy. I mean, you're being like this because you're growing a human in you. And I'm just like, I, I can't, you know, I'm just, I try I really, really try to do um, all the household things and even like stuff that comes home with my daughter, like projects. Oh, I like, I don't mean to dread it, but I really dread it because I'm just so exhausted um, that I just cannot find the energy to do it. Um, and now that, you know, baby girl is getting a little bit bigger, um, it becomes a little bit harder. So the way she sits is she's sitting, um, well now she's like churning all over the place, but she hangs out really low in my pelvic area. Um, and so when I walk or, um, because I do, we do live close to my daughter's school. I walk to take her to school. I walk to pick her up to kind of get my exercise in. Um, and so as I walk, I feel like she's pulling on my back because of the weight of her. You know, every day she she grows a little more and my stomach grows a little more. So it's been um, really rough on my back these days. And because she does 
um, sit low in my earlier weeks when she does turn or anything like that I was able to feel it it kind of hurt um, more than like oh how cute she's moving or yes I can feel her moving I was just in pain because she was just moving so much um, which is great that means she's healthy and doing good um, but on my health spectrum I'm just like in tears because she's like just moving um, and it hurts um, and now she is big enough to start, um, well, she was kicking before, but now she's big enough to where I can feel her kicks. Her kicks are a little bit stronger and her punches and I can feel them and sometimes they hurt um, a little bit worse. Um, but it, it now, because my placenta is different from my first pregnancy, I can feel this one's kicks um a little bit sooner versus my daughter because my placenta was on the top of my uterus um, and this one my placenta is chilling at the bottom of my uterus so it makes a lot of difference because the placenta kind of puts like a pillow for her kicks in the first pregnancy and so therefore it takes it a little bit longer for you to fill them but now this <laughs> this little girl she is free game kicking away um, and l making me know that she is in there and she's doing well which is great um but like I said I struggle um I am I will say though that I'm very much enjoying this pregnancy um versus what I did the first time because a lot of circumstances are different now um you know, my husband had turned 21 when I was pregnant the first time. Um, we were going through some issues to where like we were clashing a lot. He was always gone because of his job. Um, and so it's like new marriage kind of thing. Um, you know, they say the first two years of your marriage is hard, which is true. Um, because that is when we got really tested was when I was pregnant and I just, I went to the appointments pretty much by myself because he always had to work. Um, so it's not that he didn't want to, it's just his maturity level was just a lot different than it is now. Um, like I said before, my husband's not a huge fan of like pregnant women and that's okay. Um, he doesn't think they're bad. It just weirds him out, you know, as it does some people like when she kicks or anything like that, it does like kind of like, ugh, you know, like freaks him out. Um, before like he would never touch my stomach you know things like that but now um he's done a whole complete 360 um he's very involved with the pregnancy because he was not here the first time when my daughter was born or our daughter was born because he was away at work for um a really long time for about a year so um all this is kind of like new, but not really because now he goes with me to my appointments. His maturity level is a lot different. Um, he's willing to put his hand on my stomach. Um, if I tell him like, oh, she's kicking or do you feel that? Um, he gets freaked out a little, but then he's like, you know what? Okay, like let me feel. And then he tells me, he's like, I've been feeling her kick for like the last two weeks. She kicks me at night, um, which she's very active at night. But they say that the babies are active at night because the mom relaxes and she's asleep. And so it's all party time from there. Um, so so um, it, it is different this time. So I am how I am enjoying it. And I don't feel as guilty anymore as I did before. Um, as I did the first pregnancy, I am fine. I mean, I'm enjoying my pregnancy. I'm very happy. Um, 
um, I do have moments sometimes um, where my anxiety gets the best of me and I just wake up sad and then somehow I cry. Um, and I I, I want to say I blame that on my hormones because I've been emotional where like I will watch a video and if it there's something sad in it, I will cry. Um, and so it's definitely my emotions that and my hormones that are to blame for that. Um, I am a, an emotional person pre-pregnancy, but not as easily as I am now. Um, so that's one thing that makes me laugh sometimes is my husband's like, why are you crying? And I was like, because it's just so sad. Like, why? Stop judging me. And he's just laughing at me because he thinks it's hilarious. Um, my daughter is 100% in love with this baby already and I'm so happy. I was kind of worried um, that she was going to take on the, um, you know, um, not like greedy child kind of thing, but like, um, you know, uh, only child syndrome where she kind of, you know, um, feels like we are paying more attention to the baby or, you know, like the pregnancy is more important than her. Uh, but no, she is very much involved. We, we, we show her the pictures. We tell her what's happening. If I say ow or something, um, she'll be like, are you okay? Is the baby hurting you? And I'm like, I'm fine. And she'll kiss my stomach before she goes to bed, um, and tells her little sister goodnight. Um, so it's very, um, you know, it's very, not encouraging, but it's nice to know that we're all on the same page with this baby. Um, we already love her and adore her, and it's just going to be weird having two kids, which I've already been freaking out about that as well. Um, and I read on my pregnancy app that it's okay for... Um, pregnant mothers who have anxiety when you get about halfway because you're taking this pregnancy seriously you know that there's a baby about to come thing your whole world is about to change um, and so I started to freak out about that a little because I feel like what if I'm um, not capable of managing two kids you know I could barely manage one kid as it is um, so it's a lot to think um, so yeah so so far that's pretty much the gist of what what I've been dealing with over here um because I don't know if I mentioned in my last last episode but I was having some spotting um but the doctor chalked it up to being that my cervix is very sensitive during pregnancy um so if I am too active or if I try to do too many things um which I have um just because I say that I'm really tired I still very much try to um, clean up my room, do laundry, fold the laundry all in one day and I am exhausted and sore the next day and I get yelled at by my husband to sit down because I don't learn. Um, and so um, I, since I've seen the doctor, they've, they've kind of told me to just take it easy because of my cervix, um, because of that reason. Um, and I honestly think that it's because she's so low. That's probably the reason why I had some spotting issues. Um, and because, you know, she's just chilling down there. And so therefore it makes it a lot harder for me to get things done. Um, so I try to just take it one day at a time. Like yesterday, I was really exhausted. I haven't really been sleeping at night too much because my side gets really tired from laying on my left side. And so then I tend to lay on my back. And then my husband's like, get off your back, turn to your side. So when I wake up to go pee in the middle of the night, I am in so much pain. My back hurts. 
uh, my side hurts because uh, when you're laying on your back, you know, the baby and everything else is compressing on your back. So it's it's going to be painful. Um, but I don't mean to lay on my back. It just kind of happens. Um, so, yeah, so I have been dealing with that. Um, but I kind of just try to take it easy. But, um, oh, there, that was my story. That's what I was going with. <laughs> I lost my thought. Um, yesterday, I was so exhausted that my daughter missed school because we've been um, handling her skin issues where she gets hives um, randomly and it freaks me the heck out because I don't know what to do besides give her Benadryl. <coughs> excuse me. So, um, we went to the doctor. I got really exhausted from going to the doctor. I got home. I gave her some Benadryl because the doctor told me to give her a dose because her face was still kind of bumpy. Um, I gave her some lunch. I told her you have to take a nap on the couch. She fell asleep really quickly. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just take this moment that I don't have to pick her up from school, that I don't have to walk her to school. Um, and I can just, take a nap. So I fell asleep for a little bit. Um, and I've had dishes because my husband goes to work early in the morning. He leaves his breakfast dishes in there. And then my daughter's breakfast dishes are in there. And then by lunch, you know, if I don't clean out my dishes by then, then there's lunch dishes in there. And so yesterday I was just so exhausted to even think about doing dishes because I just did not have the energy for it. So, um, I took the nap, I rested for a little bit and then as it got closer to dinner, I finally found the energy to get up and kind of wash the dishes um, prior to, you know, while I was doing dinner. Um, so it was kind of two in one cleanup and I just had a little bit of dishes to put in the dishwasher and start the load at the end of the after dinner. Um, so that kind of helped as well. I've learned to just kind of take it day by day, minute by minute to see how I feel because I don't want to overexert myself. I don't want to push myself. Um, I do freak out a lot more this pregnancy than I did the first time, but I think it's because I'm older. Um, I have more knowledge of what pregnancies consist of versus the first time. Had no idea what the heck was going on. Um, but I have have been doing one one thing is I have been watching scheduled C-sections, um, the process of it, like vlogs on YouTube um, and labor and delivery videos. Um, and I know that other pregnant women kind of do this when they're in the midst of, like in the middle of their pregnancy or towards the end, um, because you are afraid of the unknown, which I am, because I haven't had a scheduled C-section before. I had a, I was laboring, they had everything already poked in me, and then they gave me a C-section, which I was still freaked out about. Um, but this time I'm a little nervous now because this is like I go in, I have the surgery, she comes out, and then we recover. So I'm just kind of worried. I'm just hoping this time around goes a lot better than the first time. This doctor that I have versus my other one is really good. I really enjoy him. Um, it is a man versus a woman. Um, and he's very, very nice. I very much appreciate him. Um, and so far what we've been going through. Um, but yeah, so my next appointment for my pregnancy is going to be on Valentine's Day, which I know, right? the love day to go get checked. Um, but I have an appointment for Valentine's Day and it's going to be a busy one. It's going to be her, um, anatomy scan. So that's when they, they, um, 
you know, measure her feet, make her head, her brain, everything. They make sure that she is growing accordingly to my pregnancy. Um, last time when I was getting my cervix checked, um, they said that she is actually um, measuring ahead of what my pregnancy is. So um, I was not by a lot, though, by like a couple of days, because when I went, I was 16 weeks. Um, and I think that was a Wednesday and I was going to turn the 17 weeks on Friday and she was already measuring 17 weeks. Um, they did the ultrasound because they had to make sure that my uterus wall wasn't bleeding. Um, she wasn't bleeding. There was no bleeding of any sort that has caused um, you know, the, the spotting to happen. Um, but everything was fine with that because I did graduate from ultrasound school. I was able to put myself at a peace of mind because I was able to read it. You're not supposed to get the results during the exam. The, the doctor is supposed to discuss it with you. But as I looked, I was like, oh, I'm good. There's nothing wrong. My uterus is fine. She's good. She's good. So baby was growing, um, two days ahead, which is good because that means she's growing, beautifully um but when I go to the next um ultrasound she'll be um getting measured for that and then after that they'll go over the results with me and then that appointment they'll kind of discuss um my down if the baby has down syndrome because I did get that blood work done um and then from there I believe I have to do my glucose testing and for all the non-pregnant mamas or the people who don't know what that is it's basically um, to check to see if you have gestational diabetes, which just means diabetes during pregnancy, um, which is what they look for. Um, and then what you'll have to do is you drink a, uh, to me personally, I think it's just a soda, but it's flat and it tastes just really sugary. So you have to drink that within a certain amount of time. And they have to take your blood before you take the drink. Uh, once you finish the drink, then you have to go sit in the waiting room for an hour. Um, and then from there, in an hour, they'll go back, take your blood, and then they'll you'll be good to go after that. But I think you have to fast for that one, which sucks because when I have to fast, I go through all those appointments and then I get my blood work done and I'm really dizzy and hungry by the end of all that. And normally I have been craving this coffee shop that is um, in my old hometown. So um, we do live an hour away from my doctor. Um, but yeah, I usually crave it. But by then it's like lunchtime and I'm like, oh, coffee is not good for lunch. So I usually don't get it. So I've yet to get it and I've been craving it. So yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. Um, I, by then I should be 21 weeks, so I'll probably update you guys then, um, just to kind of, like I said, give myself a couple of weeks to talk about versus like updating you guys every week because every week, excuse me, um, things usually are the same or sometimes things change, you know, it just varies. Pregnancy is very, um, unpredictable, I would say. That's a good word for it. Oh, and my weight gain. Last but not least, my weight gain. Um, so with this pregnancy, I started out at pre-pregnancy 172. Um, I'm currently at 181, let's say. So, so far I've gained a total of nine pounds and I am officially um, almost 19 weeks. So the goal is to gain a pound a week, which is kind of what I've been doing. Um, but she's been good about letting me maintain my weight. Um, so that's good for me being five months pregnant now. 
So I'm halfway there. I have four more months. Um, and that's good weight gain. I, I have a total of 30 pounds to gain that I'm allotted to gain. Um, so, so far I'm doing really well. Um, I do expect to probably get up to 190, um, maybe 200 just because of the 30 pounds. Um, but that's okay. You know, it's, I feel like with this pregnancy, it's all baby. It's been all baby from the start. My stomach has grown, but not much of anything else has grown. Knock on wood. Um, my feet hasn't, my feet haven't really swelled. I pretty much look the same minus I have a big belly. Um, and of course, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I wasn't really able to stay in my leggings anymore, which I miss so much. I miss my cropped leggings, you know, the, the, um, what are they called? Capri leggings. Oh, I miss those so much. I have to wear like long leggings because that's what I bought. Um, that's what I have right now. And I want to go get some to try to find some Capri leggings um, because I definitely miss those. When I tried to stay in my skinny pre-pregnancy leggings, she did not like it. She was very upset about the fact that I was squishing her. Um, so yeah, but some of my shirts, I still pretty much fit in them. The medium shirts um, are getting a little tight around my stomach. Um, because my stomach is expanding, so my belly button kind of stretches out, um, and I haven't any, so it's not like a weird kind of stretch. It just it's expanding with my stomach, um, and so in my shirts, you can kind of pretty much see my belly button, and I really don't like that. So I go to my large shirts. My large shirts. Um, they don't fit me snug, but they fit me comfortably, which I was kind of worried to wear them because I wasn't sure if it was going to cover my stomach, but no, they've been good. So I've been kind of alternating those. Um, and then I stick with my maternity pants because I cannot fit in regular pants. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much the update for weeks, um, what, 17 through 18, almost 19, um, and I will be back to update you guys probably from week 19 to probably week 21, um, that Valentine's Day is on a Friday, so happy pre-Valentine's Day, um, because I'll be recording probably that Saturday if I can, um, and yeah, I just want to thank you guys again for sticking around with me, um, on this journey, on this new journey, actually, um, and the next couple of months are going to be hectic and exciting. We are planning a move. Um, I've been looking for houses to rent. So the, that's going to be exciting to update you guys. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys all have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning in on this beautiful, um, day. And yeah, don't forget you guys are awesome and keep killing it. Bye.